Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm very excited. We have a very special episode. I feel like I say this every episode, but I do think every episode is special. (laughs) It's a very special episode. I have a very special guest with us today. She's a beloved mastermind member, repeat podcast guest. Our first, I think our first three time podcast guest, (laughs) Miss Megan Griffith. How are you doing? I'm so good. I am so honored to be the first three feet. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. We've had a couple of people on twice. I'll have to look, but I think you're the first person I'm, that we've had on three times, but I feel like you always have such good stories and insight to share. So I wanted to have you back, but why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself for anybody listening that doesn't know you just a little bit about who you are and what you do. And just tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurship journey. Awesome. Absolutely. Okay. So hi, everybody. Uh, My name is Megan. I am the CEO of two businesses right now. Uh, The first is called Neurodivergent Magic, and it is a business where I am a life coach for people who are neurodivergent, which basically just means that your brain is neurologically different in some significant way. So that can look like ADHD, autism, OCD, personality disorders, all of that good stuff. And then my second business is called The Autistic Entrepreneur, and uh, I'm autistic myself, and I work with other autistic folks who want to start businesses. That's awesome. Well, you've had quite a business journey. So I was listening to the other episodes, and the first episode was like when you started blowing up on TikTok, or maybe you had already blown up on TikTok, but I just became aware of it. And I was like, oh my God, you have to come on the podcast to tell us all about TikTok. So we were talking about TikTok. And then the second episode you came on, you had just done your first $3,000 launch that you had done. But Megan just shared with me before we started that you're on track to, what did you say? Like triple your business or something? Definitely triple my revenue from year one to year two. There's a chance I might quadruple it. So that's wild. Isn't that (laughs) wild? I always, well, I love coaching Megan and I've coached you a lot in the mastermind, which has been really awesome, but I love, um, I just love watching you grow and what a move maker you are, because it is like, you'll come to the calls once a week and I'll be like this, this, and this, you'll be like, okay. (laughs) just like go off and then you come back a couple weeks later and like you are just always I feel like making moves and I think one time you described yourself as a content monster because (laughs) she just creates like such an crazy amount of content every week so I'd love your like content monster tips like you have any tips for people I feel like you're naturally a creative person but the people that are the people that are like well that's good for her but I don't know what to say or like, that's fine. She's a content monster. I just, it's really draining for me to be on social media. Do you have any tips for those kind of people? Absolutely. Okay. Constant content monster tips. Um, <laughs> monster 101. <laughs> yes. So tip number one is uh, you're not always going to be in the mood to create content and it doesn't matter. Um, Ooh, wait, wait, wait. We need, I need you to say that again. <laughs> yeah, just... You're not always going to like feel it, you know, but this, if you are a CEO, which I really am drilling into my head, I am not just a content creator. I am not just like a wannapreneur. I am a CEO and CEOs do stuff that they don't want to (laughs) do. And that's fine. Actually, everyone does stuff that they don't want to do and it's fine. And 
if you're listening and you're like, okay, but Megan, I have ADHD. Like you should know that like, I have an interest-based nervous system. And if I don't want to do something, it's really hard for me. And I do, I hear you and I respect that. And I'm also neurodivergent. So I kind of get it. And if you're struggling with this idea of like, if I don't want to do something, it's really hard to make myself do it. Then you've got to find a way to make yourself want to. You have to find a way to hack your brain. And so what I do, it started really simple with just coffee. Coffee is like my nice little happy time in the morning and recently in the afternoons as well. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. Um, (laughs) And I would just start my day with like, okay, I get my cup of coffee and I sip it while I make six TikToks every morning. And that's what I do. It's my morning routine and I'm autistic. So I love routine. And so it, it works really well. You have to find ways to create content that feel good to you because if it feels hard, you will quit. Yeah. I love this conversation. I've been on this riff lately because I feel like there's a trend coming back in entrepreneurship, like coaching that's making me nuts. And it's this like whole thing about like being in alignment and we only do things that like make us feel high vibe. And I'm like, I mean, like, yeah, but also like, I still have to pay taxes and shit. Like, I don't know. And I really think like we, I teach alignment in the mastermind as lining your thoughts, feelings, and actions up with the result that you want. And sometimes that means like the thought, I think that creates alignment a lot for me is like really similar to yours. Your thought is kind of like, I'm a CEO, right? And my thought is always like, I'm committed like to this business and to getting results for my clients, no matter fucking what. And so that thought can get me to do action that maybe I'm not super excited and vibey about doing, right? Because I mean, the reality is like, yeah, you're not gonna always feel like making six TikTok videos a day, right? Like I'm sure some days you wake up and you're like, fuck this, like, I don't wanna do this. (laughs) Oh my goodness, so many days. And so many days I wake up and I'm like, what am I even going to say? Like, how do you make six videos a day every day for like two years and not run out of shit to say? But I guess for me, like, first of all, it's okay to repeat yourself, especially on TikTok, because not everyone is going to see those you need videos to that repeat you make. Yourself. You so. should just feel like if you're doing good marketing, you should just feel like a parrot. Like <laughs> I always joke. I'm like a parrot could do my job. Cause I literally say the same shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Once a week, I make a video promoting my uh, autism and ADHD diagnosis binders. Those are my best sellers. If I make a TikTok video, I am almost guaranteed to make a thousand dollars within 48 hours. Wow. On TikTok, you guys. So mm-hmm. I just did a workshop for someone's, um, it's like a, a summit for people that want to have like craft online businesses. Mm -hmm. But I was telling them, I was like telling them that, you know, one of the best ways I see right now for organic marketing is TikTok and Instagram reels, which are both really similar platforms. And I was like making fun of them because, you know, people, a lot of people's reaction to that is like, I'm not doing TikTok. Like I'm not doing it. Like it's, it's not for business. It's not for me. It's for kids and all this stuff. So I hope that you guys with those thoughts, cause I know some of y'all listening have those thoughts that I just said, I want you to go back and listen to that. Every time she posts about her product on TikTok, she makes a thousand dollars within 48 hours. Like what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's amazing. I love that you have that, that built up on that platform and that community. 
so do you have advice for people that want to start like people that have those types of thoughts about TikTok? There's a lot of TikTok haters. I don't know what it is. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's just like, what is that? But there's a lot of people that are like, I'm not like, they're really resistant to it. And I'm like, it's literally free marketing. Like, what are you talking about? I'm like, do you want to buy ads? You want to buy a billboard? Like, okay, well, you got to do something. And it's like, it's the easiest a lot of times it's the easiest, most effective, fastest, cheapest way to advertise your business. And people are like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it makes right. me crazy. <laughs> I think a lot of that comes from the idea that TikTok is very shallow. And a lot of business owners, because we're so invested, we see our work as really deep and really meaningful. And like, it can't possibly be covered on an app like TikTok. And I get that. I do. But I'm going to challenge you if you're listening um, to go ahead and use TikTok. Don't even make content, just scroll it for like one hour. Um, and do that for a couple of days because the first time you're on there, you're going to be like, what is this? Because the whole it little takes... culture. It has right. its own little inside <laughs> jokes and stuff and like lingo. <laughs> exactly. And you will quickly realize that TikTok is not a shallow platform at all. Um, there are shallow aspects to it, of course, as with any social media, um, it runs the gamut from the baby pool to the deep end, you know, and there are opportunities on TikTok to really talk about things that matter. Um, and there are people who are looking for people who are talking about things that matter on that app. Yeah. One of my favorite kind of like like mind fuckery coaching. <laughs> it's like, I'll pull someone on that's like new to Faith Mariah land. This happened in one of our last launches. It might've been in Reignite. It was like someone that was new and they were telling me, they were like, I really hate being on social media because it's so negative. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Let's look at that thought. And then at the end, of course we modeled it out and I coached her, but the end is like, the result is like, you're being negative. <laughs> it's, like, mm-hmm. it's like, you're having the thought that TikTok and Facebook are negative because you're negative, not because the platform is negative. The platform is neutral. And that really like always blows people's minds. Right. They're like, Oh wait, like, I, like I'm the one doing it. I thought TikTok was doing it. And it's like, no, if you are thinking TikTok is negative, it's because you're being negative. TikTok's neutral. It's not negative or positive. It's, it's like, you know, just doing its thing. It's just an app. Like you're literally be the one being negative, not the platform, which is like one of my favorite things to talk about, to talk about with new people. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I think so many people who are dismissive of TikTok because it's just dancing. It's just for teenagers. It's, they haven't actually used the app. <laughs> so like, it's sort of like, don't knock it before you try it. You know, like if you haven't used it, like, how do you know if you're going to like it or not? Yeah. I love that you've been able to leverage TikTok and really change your business right and I love that you've been able to build that community on there and then create a really powerful program to help them and one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is you've really stuck by this program for a while now I know you did a little pivot we did a little like pivoting in the beginning but now you've been selling the same program for a while now right like how many times have you launched that offer you have Oh, that's definitely a number I should know, but don't, um, I have, I've been launching it for a year now. I know that. I think I'm going to teach this. So I'm getting ready right now at the time of recording this, I'm making the content for digital product lab. And the more I coach people, the more I really think people really underestimate how much practice it takes to get the marketing and the positioning and the launching and all of it. Right. 
And so what I see a lot of people do is they make a program and they're really excited about it. And then they launch it and no one buys. And then they're like, well, that didn't work. Let me do something else. And then they make a whole different program. <laughs> and I'm like, and to me, you know, I've been selling the same thing now for years. Like, you know, I think we've been selling the mastermind now, what, two and a half years straight. And I just now feel like I'm getting good at it where it's like, okay, we have like really good systems. I really know like how to pitch it, where people will buy it. Our marketing, I think is getting really good. But, but if I had kept changing my offer over and over, I don't know that I ever would have got the chance to get better, you know? So what are your thoughts about that? And what has that been like for you to just sell the same thing over and over? I personally have loved selling the same thing over and over again, because I love this program so much. Uh, it's called the neurodivergent magic program. And it is everything that I think people need. Obviously I made it. So I, of course, but like, it's my work baby. I love it. And so it makes sense to me to sell it over and over again, because why would I make something new? Because right now I have put everything I've got into this program. So if I were to make something new, I mean, I feel like it wouldn't be as good. I suppose <laughs> like this, this is the program for me. Like what else would I possibly make? Yeah. And you can get better at coaching it and delivering the content. And, you know, we never, the mastermind would never be half as good as what it was if I had you know, changed it and sold something different every quarter, which sometimes I want to do. Cause I'm a little like, you know, my brain is all over the place and I have a million ideas all the time. So like sometimes like selling the same thing again, feels kind of like to me, like, I'm like, I would love to like do something else, or I'd love to like do a program about this. But what I do is like, I usually to keep it fresh is I just put new ideas and new content and I just do it in the program I already have. So for me, it's the mastermind. I have a new thing I've been wanting to teach but instead of like making that into a new program, I'm going to just make it a bonus and it's just going to go in the mastermind because it's so much work to make a sales page and get the messaging right and like build the audience out and like launch this whole new offer that I'm like, I actually think that will slow me down. Like I actually think it will hurt our business numbers rather than grow it. So instead of doing that, it's like, I'm going to keep the momentum going for the program I already have and just add on and change it. And so for anybody listening, I'm just say, telling you guys this, cause I know a lot of people are resistant to selling the same program over and over. Cause they're like, well, I'm going to get bored or I'm a creative or this or that. And it's like, <laughs> well, like you can always revamp your content or add something on or make a bonus or do a workshop. And you'd be surprised. Like a lot of times I'll teach something kind of one time. And then I'm kind of like, oh, like I kind of got that out of my system. Like I don't actually need to have a whole business talking about this one specific thing as much as I thought I did. Right. It's like, I'll do a workshop and I'll be like, okay, like I kind of got that out of my system. <laughs> yes, exactly. So if there is something that is tangentially related to your business and you're like, I should start a whole new program for this. I want you to pause, <laughs> make it a freebie and make it connect to the program that you already have. And there you get a chance to be creative, be, do something different, but you don't have to go and revamp your whole program and you can stay on message with the same program you've already got. Cause yeah, like you mentioned having to make a new sales page, holy cow. Like I, so I've been launching this for a year. My best launch was the beta launch that that was the last time you had me on the podcast. Um, <laughs> That was the best launch financially. That was a $3,000 launch. I got eight people in 
Um, and it was great. And then I doubled the price after the beta. And ever since then, I've gotten two people in every time I've launched, which is like hilarious that it's been the exact same number every time. Um, and so, but the thing is, I've been increasing the number of people who've been going this, to the sales page, uh, thanks to the launch debriefs that I've been doing that you gave us uh, in the mastermind <laughs> that has been so helpful. So thanks to the launch debriefs, I realized that I've been increasing the number of people who are going to the sales page, but the number of people signing up has stayed the same too. So what that's telling me is that my sales page is not converting the way that I want it to. People are interested, they go to the sales page and then it doesn't sell them. And so I just spent the last two days like feverishly, like up till 2 a.m., like determined to get this sales page right. And uh, I think hopefully I've finally done it and uh, we will see in the next launch. <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot of messing with to get it to work. Like it takes messing with, like, you know, like most of us in this game are not, I'm not a professional marketer. Like I didn't go to college for marketing. Like no one ever taught me marketing, you know, for us to, especially new entrepreneurs to figure out how to make a sales page and like teach them and like actually get it to work and like actually get it to convert. Like all that takes more time, I think, than people realize. And so I would really challenge you guys, like, and I might even like, I'm really like this close to just telling everyone in the mastermind, like you guys have to pick a product and you just need to sell that product for a year. Because the other thing I see, you know, I'm always thinking about what is the difference between the people that are stuck and the people that just come in, you know, and just light it up and like really start making money. And the people that are stuck, like just have so much drama all the time. And I think we were talking about this on the coaching call on Tuesday. One of the reasons I don't have that much drama anymore is because I know my offer. Like I'm not changing the price to the mastermind. That price is never going back down again, ever. And so if somebody tells me like, oh my gosh, I can't afford it or, oh, I would join and it's, but it's too expensive. I have zero drama about that because I've already decided we're never lowering the price again, ever, period. There's no sales coupons coming, nothing. It's like the price it is now is the lowest it's ever going to be. But because I'm so committed to that and committed to the offer, it saves so much drama. Because what happens is people will tell people like, oh, you know, I would join, but I can't afford it. And then they come to the call and they're like, should I change the price? <laughs> and they're like, they're like, should I change the offer? It's this, but maybe I should make it this. And maybe we should, maybe we should change the price. And it has calls, but maybe they need this or like all this stuff. And I'm like, you know, I think if I could just get people to pick an offer, this is like my advice. You guys want some free coaching on the podcast, pick an offer and just decide the price and just be done and not waste your time going like, maybe I'll change the price. Maybe I'll add calls. Maybe I'll do this. It's just like, just make the offer and the price and then just be done with that part. And then you can actually go to like working on the parts you need to work on, which is like the marketing, the messaging, building an audience, like those things take so much time and people get totally sidetracked in this stuff about like, uh, maybe the price is wrong or maybe it's this, or maybe it's that and changing their offer. Or like, maybe I'm going to change my niche or change my name or all this stuff. And it's like, no, you need, you need to like, just pick an offer, pick a price and then put your brain to work problem solving. Right. So you're like looking at the problem going like, okay, I have this data. Let me figure out where the solution is and try something else and actually get the results I want. Whereas if you kept changing that offer, I don't know if you would get there. You know what I mean? Oh my goodness. Absolutely. So as somebody who used to have a lot of drama, uh, <laughs> for sure. Um, <laughs> because people, 
people can be very, very cruel on the internet. They forget that you're a person. And uh, I've had people, they don't just say like, oh, I would love to do this, but I can't afford it. I've had people come to me and say like, it is morally evil what you're doing, charging money for this type of thing. It should be free. Or I've had people tell me that I'm taking advantage of people who are already confused. Or, you know, I, I get some brutal messages. I'm not going to lie to you. And that used to really get to me. Uh, like my palms are a little sweaty talking about it right now. So like it's it still stresses me that. out. I've it still that. stresses me out. But I think the difference is the reason that my business is blowing up now and the reason that like... I'm able to handle this a lot better is because I let myself be dramatic about it. And then I moved on, you know, like I, instead of like, I don't know, I would in the past, I used to get those messages and I would freak out exactly like you said. And I would go to the coaching calls and be like, I should change my offer or I shouldn't be a coach anymore. I'm a terrible person. I was putting my worth in other people's hands. And if it came back positive, I felt great. But if it came back negative, it destroyed me. And I think the biggest thing that I've like learned in the mastermind, honestly, is just like how to take back my fucking agency and be my own person and determine my own worth. And I had been in therapy for years before I joined the mastermind and I'm not knocking therapy. I'm still in therapy. I love it. But the mastermind did something for me that therapy never could. And that is kicking me in the ass and making me realize that I am a good enough person by myself on my own, no matter what I do. Yeah. I think that's really powerful. Well, that's what creates that roller coaster. So if you guys are listening, I always talk about the baby entrepreneur roller coaster, right? But that's exactly what happens. People do it. When I used to coach a lot of bloggers, I still coach some bloggers, but my business used to be like bloggers, right? And when it used to be bloggers, it was like page views. So people mm -hmm. would like come to the call and they'd be like, oh my God, I got so many page views. We're so happy. And then they come back like a month later, they'd be like, oh my God, like the algorithm and my page views are down. <laughs> and now that we're doing more, you know, now I'm, we still bloggers, but people in the community now really focus on money because that's what I talk to you guys about all the time. Right. So now it's sales. So it's like, if somebody has a good launch, people will be like, oh, like I'm doing really well. Like everything's great. Like the business is great. And then the, the money goes down and you're like, oh my God, this is never going to work. I'm bad at this. I suck at this. So-and-so's better. I spent all this money. It was all for nothing. It's never going to work. <laughs> and it just goes up and down like that. And it's so exhausting. And so what I'm really trying to do with the new framework in the mastermind, we have that new self-coaching framework in there is get people off of the up and down to like steady ground where you can make strategic business decisions. So I've been talking about this a lot, but I think a lot of what people do is they get on that roller coaster, they're up and down, and then they make business decisions to make themselves feel better. So they have a bad launch, they feel like shit. And instead of just being like, yeah, I'm disappointed no one bought and like just feeling disappointed, they're like, I'm gonna pivot. <laughs> And then they're like, I feel so aligned with this decision. Like I'm, I'm really aligned with it. I feel so much better. And it's like, well, you just made a whole fucking business decision. Make yourself feel better. Like that's not a strategic decision. That's a decision to like change your emotional state, which I don't think is a good way to make business decisions. So I'm really trying to get people to like steady ground so that you can make strategic decisions. Cause if you have your self-worth tied to sales, tied to page views, tied to comments and followers, um, it, you're always going to be up and down. And I think it's really hard to make strategic 
business decisions, you can't even see the solution. If you were still doing that, I bet you wouldn't even be able to look at that sales page and be like, oh, let me like fix my conversion rates. <laughs> no, absolutely <laughs> not. I, I wouldn't have understood what the problem was because I would have assumed the problem was me. Yeah. You'd be like, everybody hates me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's what our brains do. Right. That's what my brain does. My brain does, says that to me all the time. It's like, every, it's like, have you thought today? Like nobody likes you. <laughs> you considered that maybe you are a failure. Yeah. Like everybody. Yeah, totally. And our brain always offers us those thoughts, you know, which is fine. I just, you know, the more I do this, the more I realize like we all have those kind of thoughts. It's more about like, can I'm always like, can you let them be there? Let the negative thoughts be there and not really make it mean anything about you and not make it such a big problem. So your brain is like, you know, your brain will offer you like, maybe everybody hates you. And you're like, okay, there's my brain. I'm going to go back to doing my work instead of being like, oh my God, I bet you're right. <laughs> Let me rethink every traumatic thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> Absolutely. Or honestly, like sometimes I'm not able to press pause. I'm not able to like say, okay, that's just a thought. Sometimes it feels too real, but still the difference is I let myself feel it so that I stop running from it. And I think that's, that's the coaching you gave me for a long time. You were like, Megan, I need you to feel that disappointment. And I was like, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. And I think I was making business decisions instead of moving towards a goal. I was moving away from disappointment. And that's so different. You're just going to run in circles when you do that. But now I'm moving towards my goal. And if that means I have to move through some disappointment or rage or <laughs> sadness, whatever it is, like I trust that I can feel that and survive. I think normalizing negative emotion is so important, right? So it's like this kind of mindset that you're talking about is kind of like, yeah, I can be disappointed and it's not a huge problem. It's just part of the process, right? I can have things go wrong or feel sad or feel angry or feel whatever. And it's not a huge problem. It's just part of the process. And that's where I'm really trying to get people in the mastermind. I think a lot of people that are not in the mastermind, like get confused. Cause I think one of the big misconceptions about me as a coach and my work, like before you come in there is kind of this idea that like, it's like a mindset place and mindset stuff is all about being super positive. But I would say probably most of the coaching I give in there is I'm like, yeah, you should be disappointed. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a like, because I want people to understand it's just a feeling and it's not going to hurt you. And it's like, it's safe for you to be disappointed. Like it's safe for you to be like, yeah, I had a $0 launch and I'm sad about that. And then you don't have to layer on all the suffering on top where you're like, I had a $0 launch and everyone hates me and the business is never going to work. And I can't do this. It's like those extra layers of storytelling that we make the emotions mean. So what I try to get people to do is like, just feel the emotion and just be clean. It's like, just be disappointed. No one bought. It's fine. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. Especially because as someone who has had a couple of $0 launches under her belt at this point, I, at the time was so disappointed and I did, I layered all this stuff on top of it. But now looking back, it's like, well, honey, you had a $0 launch. Cause it was like month seven of your business ever existing. Of course you had a $0 launch. It's okay. Like it's fine. Oh my gosh. I just wish from coaching you, like from knowing you in the beginning to now, I wish I could take like current Megan to past Megan. <laughs> Like, like, here you go. It's like, yes. it's going to be fine, right? It's going to be fine. And you're going to get people to buy and you're going to figure it out. You have any 
what are your like hot tips for people that are really in the drama right now that are on that roller coaster? Maybe they're in the beginning. You have any hot tips? What are your like your favorite mindset tips right now? One of my favorite mindset tips at the moment is this idea that there's no wrong way to build your business. Like, I think so many people are so hung up on this idea that like, I have to do it the perfect way because there has to be a right way, because if it just depends on me being myself, I'll fail because I'm not good enough. I am bad. Like there's this underlying idea that you on your own could never do it. Instead, you have to follow this perfect formula and you don't. Um, There is no perfect formula. I know tons of business owners at this point and all of them are successful in their own ways. Uh, and they have completely different business models and it still works. So there is no perfect way to do it. Um, you can set up your business however you like, and it, it will succeed if you are determined to make it succeed, I suppose. Like as long as you don't quit, it's going to succeed eventually. Right. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I think you can pick I would pick something and like really give it like an honest effort. The other thing I see people do is it's kind of like they're like almost in denial with themselves, right? So they'll pick something and they'll be like, this is my product and I love it and it's great. And we love the price and we love it. And then, you know, maybe they have a $0 launch. Maybe they have another $0 launch. And then they're like, well, what I'm actually called to do is like this. (laughs) And they'll like change their whole business model or like change their whole thing. And it's like, you know, you got to give it like a really good go. It's like, did you really, really, really try to get it to work? And like, I really think for people to learn how to do sales and marketing, most people need to sell the same program for at least a year. Like that was my experience anyway. Like I was saying, like, I feel like I'm just now getting good at, at selling the mastermind and feeling like, yeah, like I can sell the heck, the heck out of this program in the next couple of years. Like, I really feel like I've figured it out, but I've also launched it. I don't even know how many times all the time. Like I've been selling it for two and a half years straight. And, and I think it's taught me so much. And so I'm just really going into this season and, and I'm going to be talking about this. We'll probably air this after digital product lab, but this is kind of where the idea for digital product lab came from too. It was like, I was like, I just want to get people to pick their container and their price and be done. Cause that would save people so much drama of like, well, should it have modules or should it have workbooks? It should it have this or should it have this? It should it be four calls or should it be five calls? It should, it, it should the price be this or this? And I'm like, I'm just going to make them all pick. <laughs> so I'm just gonna, you guys don't know this yet, but I'm going to round everybody up and I'm going to make them pick their offers and I'm going to help, I'm going to help them like obviously get good offers and stuff, but I'm like, it will save so much time. Like it will just save so much drama. And the crazy thing is, I think 90% of the time, the same people who are jumping from product to product and constantly revamping their programs and all this stuff are the same people who say that like, oh, social media is just too exhausting. I just can't. And it's like, (laughs) well, take some of the energy you're spending recreating the wheel (laughs) and use it on social media instead. Well, the first time you launch is like the hardest part too. So if you guys are doing that, just know you're just doing the worst part over and over like the first launch is the hardest and you really need to spend I think it takes like a year to really build I think of each offer we have as its own brand Mm -hmm. and so I really think it takes like a year to build kind of like brand recognition 
where people know me and the Becoming Boss Mastermind and it's like kind of becoming a brand. But I feel like that's just now happening. Like that wasn't really how it was the first year I was selling it. Um, and so I think selling it over and over, a lot of people need to see the same offer a bunch of times before they're ready to buy. They need to see you launch it. They need to go through the launches a bunch of times. They need to see your free stuff. They need to hear about the thing and all of it. And so I think the launch is actually, I always think of my launch as like creating desire for the next launch. So I'm like, yeah, we made sales in the launch, but I also built a shit ton of desire for the next launch. Cause there's a bunch of people that went through the launch and they weren't ready yet, but they will be next time. They'll be like, I'm not, that's usually what people will say. They'll be like, I went last time and I didn't join. And like, I'm definitely getting in this time because they're in the same place. I already know like for 90% of people, that's, what's going to happen. Right. It's like, they're going to not join. And then three months later, when we launch again, they're going to be in the exact same place because it's hard. It's hard to do by yourself. So anyway, well, what do we need to tell the people, Megan? I'm trying to, this conversation is all over the place. I think it was really good though. Yeah. You have any hot, let's do one more hot tips for Megan. Do you have any hot launch tips for people? What's been working good for you with the launches lately? Oh, that's such a good question. Okay. So when it comes to launching, I think what's working the best for me right now is consultation calls. Um, I convert pretty highly on consultation calls, at least with neurodivergent magic, my autistic entrepreneur, uh, conversions are a little lower. Um, but I think just getting people on a call and being able to speak directly to them makes a really big difference and you can answer their questions and, um, they can get a little taste of what it's like to work with you. And I think it's a lot easier to increase desire when you're speaking face-to-face rather than, you know, sending an email. Not that those things are bad. I also send emails and I'm on social media and all of those things, but the goal of my social media for this next launch is going to get people on consults. I like that. I think a lot of people skip that step. So there's kind of like this, people look at people with huge audiences and the way that they launch and the things that work for them, where people will make $10,000 months, like passively selling their course. Like most of those people you guys see have been in business a really long time and they have really big audiences. But when you're starting and your audience is small, like I think doing consults can be a really good idea because it will help your marketing, like get to that next level. Like I remember I did so many one-on-one coaches, had so many one-on-one coaching clients when I first started coaching. And it was like, eventually I just knew what everyone was going to say, kind of, right? It was like, I just know, I already know that it's going to be like one of like, uh, it's going to be one of these same flavors that I coach on all the fucking time, right? And you kind of get like that with consults too, where after you do like a hundred of them, you're like, oh, I know, I know people's objections really well. And then when you're in that place, it's so much easier to do your marketing where you're marketing to a big audience because your writing is really clear and you know what their objections are and you know what you need to say to them. And it's like, well, I don't need to talk to each of you individually anymore. I can just say it to all of you all at once. Like let's all get on a workshop or a webinar. And that's when your stuff will just start converting like so high. And so I think, you know, if you're having a hard time and you're like, I just don't understand why no one's buying my program, do consults and ask them. Like they'll tell you, like people are brutal, man. They'll tell you. (laughs) 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I will say like, I have a decent sized audience, uh, especially on TikTok. I have over a hundred thousand followers and I think the consults make people feel less like a number because a lot of times people will comment on my TikToks and they'll say like, oh, I know you're not going to see this, but, and I'm like, I totally saw this dude. Like when you have a bigger audience, it's really easy for people to not click on your links and stuff because they assume that, I don't know, that they're just going to be a number and they don't want to feel like a number. And so that's how you build community, I think, is through talking to your people one-on-one if you can. Yeah, I think, yeah. And I think people remember that too. Like, Mm -hmm. I really love that. I really love that too. And I really don't want to lose that in my business. So I used to have the free Facebook group and I used to answer every question in there and go on video all the time. But now I really just do that in the mastermind because it's just like, everything has gotten so crazy and big, but I do think it's important when you're building a business. Like, I think it's really important that you are answering every DM and you are answering everybody's questions and you are serving them at a high level and you are responding to every comment. Like, I think all that stuff is really like, I see more and more marketers moving away from that where it's like, you kind of do these launches and it's very hands-off, right? Where it's like, oh, I'm going to invite you to come watch me on a webinar. And then I'm going to send you emails, but you might not ever have any actual interaction Uh with that person. And I think that's a very advanced marketing strategy. And so if you're just starting, that's probably not the marketing strategy like I would recommend. And I think consults is a great place to start because you'll really hear from people's mouths what their problem is and like what they think their problem is. And, you know, you'll kind of have an idea, usually what people think their problem is and what it actually is are different. (laughs) So you'll see, you'll be like, oh, they all think this, but really like they're doing this, right? Um, and you'll get so much clarity doing that. So I think that's a great tip. Good hot launch tip. <laughs> I like <Yes>. it. <laughs> Speaking of that extra bonus launch tip, if you offer coaching, uh, I recommend doing some coaching in your free events. Like mm. that has been something that I do. Uh, I save about 20 minutes at the end of every, I usually do a three day training and I pitch on the last day. And at the end of each training, I'll do about 20 minutes of open coaching. And it's crazy. It like people can get a sense for who you are as a coach. So that by the time you pitch on the third day, they're like, well, she's answered my questions two, three days in a row now. Like, why would I not want to continue getting my questions answered? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a kind of this trend in marketing. It always swings back and forth, but I see it kind of swinging back into this place where everybody's like, don't give away too much for free. And don't, everybody says you have to get results and like, don't do that. And it's just like, I feel like so not true. Right. I just always, it's just how I like to market. And, and I know you and I are really similar. It's like, I want, I want everyone in my community to win. Even if you just listen to the podcast and you never buy anything, I'm not going to be like, oh, like the podcast people can only have this, this much. Like, I just hate that shit. Right. Or like, oh, like they only are coming to the free event though. I'm only going to give them like this little bit. It's just like, I would never do that. And I think, I don't know. I just feel like when you're committed to getting people results, like it feels so much better to do a launch that way. Like, even if nobody buys, like people are so grateful. And even if you do buy, like the best feeling on earth is to have a successful launch and people are messaging you being like, oh my God, thanks so much for the event. And you're like, wow, like I just made 10K. They're fucking thrilled. Everybody's winning. Like, I just don't see, 
the downside in that. And I think a good way to stand out for any of you guys is like asking yourself, like, how can I get people better results than anyone else in my space? And look at what other people are doing. And I promise you, it will not be that hard. <laughs> like, right. The fact that you're getting on Zoom and on consults with them, like nobody else in your space is doing that, I bet. Right. Exactly. It's like trying to sell someone a house, but only showing them like the entrance way. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't want you to see the whole house. Like, well, first of all, they can see the whole house without feeling like they live there. And I think that's a huge part of what like free coaching or giving people results ahead of time. Like you're giving them results and you're giving them help and all this stuff, but for them to like get the long-term results, they're going to have to come by the thing because they're going to need yeah. long, longer term support. So, of course. and I know your program is the same and my program is like this. And if, and if your guys' program is not like this, you need to redo your program because the reality is like, I cannot get you the same results in three days at a live event that you can get in the mastermind. It's just not possible. It's impossible. And I try, right. I'm like, I'm going to bring it. I'm going to give you guys everything I can. It's not even fucking close. Like, it's just like the transformation they get at the free event compared to like people that come into the mastermind for a year and do that work and are part of that community and go to the calls is like not even in the same ballpark. And I'm sure your program is like that too. And so it just kind of makes me wonder, I'm like, well, what are they doing in their programs if they're worried about giving away too much for free? You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, your what are you guys program about? should be like, if your program is truly transformational, then your free stuff will be like the first step towards a transformation because transformation takes yeah. multiple steps. It takes time. It takes, it takes time, right? It takes work. Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks so much for this conversation. This is really fun. I feel like you and I could talk all day. Yes. But give everybody the lowdown. Where can we stalk you, work with you, become obsessed with you? <laughs> Tell everybody where they should go. Of course. Okay. So if you want to join the hundred thousand people following me on TikTok, uh, my handle is at Meg Moxie, M-E-G-M-O-X-I-E. Um, and then if you want to work with me to help grow your business and you're autistic, uh, I work with autistic folks at the autistic entrepreneur on Instagram. Uh, I think I also have a TikTok account there too. I'm a little less regular on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have a free checklist for you that I believe faith is going to put in the show notes. Uh, and it's a checklist for how to build a business that actually makes money. Yeah, we love it. We love a business that actually makes money. Yes, from <laughs> the beginning. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for being here. You guys should definitely join the mastermind. We have a good time in there. I would love to coach you. I think when this podcast runs, I'm not in charge of the podcast, obviously. <laughs> I don't never know what's going on. But I believe when this podcast runs, the cart will be open. And so you guys should make a decision about if you want to join or not. And what I'll say is you know, I think the support in there is really special. I think building a business is hard. I'm sure a lot of you guys have had that experience and I think you should really consider joining. I don't, I don't know what else to say about it. I love it. I think it's just like, you're not going to find anything else like it. I don't think anywhere. I think it's a very unique, special community and we have a two week, no, two weeks, no questions, money back guarantee. So you can literally just come try it and see if you like it. And we would be glad to have you. We're going to have a really great Q3. A lot of people are gearing up to have a really big second half of the year and we would love to have you in there. So Megan, thank you for being here. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'll have to have you back and we'll have you as a fourth time guest. I would love it. <laughs> 
All right, guys. Well, this was a great episode. I will talk to you guys in the next one. Bye. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I wanted to take a second and just talk to you about the Becoming Boss Mastermind because the doors are open. Inside the Becoming Boss Mastermind, you're gonna get simple business strategy that works. And then you're also gonna get my mindset course so you can actually implement the strategy you create. What this really means is you're gonna be able to create more results in less time and you're going to have a lot less drama in your business. So if you're ready to finally step off the baby entrepreneur roller coaster and become a boss, I would love to have you in there. You're not going to get this level of support at this price really anywhere. I really believe that. I coach on Zoom every Tuesday. If you can't come live, it's no problem. Lots of people never come to calls live they just listen to the replays and they still get breakthroughs they still get everything they need i really coach everyone at a fundamental level and you'll be able to relate to every single person i coach and you'll be able to take away something from every single person i coach and listening to those calls will 100 percent accelerate your results in addition to the zoom calls i also do a weekly q a So every Thursday, you'll have a chance to submit your questions to me and I will answer them. Besides that, we also have co-coaches. These are extra calls that you get every single month with some of the best experts in the industry at no extra charge to you. And in addition to that, you're also gonna get co-working, the Facebook group, and we also regularly have guests come in and share their expertise with you guys. I really feel like we have a lot of the things a lot of programs leave out. So I think the community piece is extremely underrated. Being around a group of people committed to thinking at this level and getting big results, I think can be really expansive and transformative just in itself. And we have one of the best communities on the internet. That's something we consistently hear over and over again is that people love the community and love the support that they get from their peers inside the mastermind. It's a really special container. Besides that, I think a lot of courses give you a lot of strategy and then they don't give you the mindset piece to be able to execute on it at a high level for a long enough period of time. And I have all of that for you inside my mindset course. You'll get instant access to that when you join the mastermind. And then the last thing I think a lot of courses leave out is just the ability to be mentored, to to ask questions, to get support when you're stuck. So if you've been taking course after course after course and not getting results, maybe it's time to try something different. This is not a course. This is a group coaching program in a community. And I do believe the transformations we get for people are legitimate and real. You don't have to take my word for it. I stand behind this program so strongly. We offer a two week, no questions asked, money back guarantee. This is not a money back guarantee where you have to do all the homework and prove to me you did the modules and prove to me you implemented it. You can come in for two weeks, risk-free, 
You can attend the Tuesday Zoom calls with me. You can submit questions to the Q&A. You can network in the Facebook group. You can go to some of the co-coaching calls and the guest workshops and check out co-working and see what you think. If it's not for you, just email us and we will happily give you a refund. No questions asked. If you've been thinking about joining, this is a great time to join because I'm going to be creating my new program called Launch Aligned. And it's a program to help you create your own system for launching that's unique to you and unique to your audience and unique to the program you're selling. So I'm not going to give you my strategy, but I am going to help you create your own strategy, which I think is immensely more valuable. This quarter in the mastermind, I will be dripping those modules out as I create them throughout the quarter. And the Becoming Boss Mastermind is going to get to see them before anybody else at no extra charge. It's just an additional bonus you get for working with me and hiring me. I'm really, really excited about the content and I can't wait for you guys to get it. We have a lot of great things planned for the quarter and I will see you guys inside.